Hello and welcome to another short in-between episode of Stories for the Future. So this morning I had an epiphany. I have a few English favorite words. This is one of them. Epiphany and serendipity. It should be said in British English and I'm not pronouncing these words in the way they deserve. So I suggest you go out and find an English person and ask them about epiphanies and serendipity. But back to the epiphany. I often have these aha moments when I listen to a podcast on my morning run. This is not sneak bragging, but I actually run every morning. So you can just call it bragging. (laughs) I don't run outside all the year. I'm a comfort runner. I don't like it when it's cold or windy or snowy or slippery. And this is Norway. So you can say that the treadmill in the basement is one of the best buys that a family ever did. Without it, my mood would be quite bad during the winter and I would have much fewer epiphanies. (laughs) (laughs) The treadmill is old and not fancy at all, but it works. And when it comes to the running, I'm super disciplined and I would not do without it. I wish I could just copy this discipline into all other areas of my life because this is just like, it's like brushing my teeth. I do it without thinking. And this is my, my alone time and thinking space and This is where I listen to most of the podcasts that I follow. So this morning I listened to this podcast about podcasting. I do that (laughs) a lot. This show is one of my latest discoveries and they have a lot of great advice when it comes to the, the podcaster's mindset. It's actually called Mastering the Podcaster's Mindset. And I will put a link in the show notes if anyone wants to listen to it. It's really good. They talked about metrics and some of the metrics that podcasters often are addicted to. Listeners and downloads. And I am too, I must admit. And often they really frustrate me. They are so unpredictable and they are so easy to get caught up in. I have these guests with huge networks and then I think that I will get a ton of downloads. But then the opposite happened. And the other way around, when I think that this will be more of a quiet episode with without a huge download number, then I get many, many downloads. So it, it's extremely strange and very, very frustrating. But what this episode was about was really how to set your own personal metrics and to get back to why you started the podcast in the first place. And this is what I'm trying to do now. A couple of episodes back during my COVID voice period, I did a replay with Danielle Anderson from Step and Stone. As I said then, this is one of my favorite episodes ever, I think. And I really like Danielle and how she has designed her life and work. And also, I really enjoy the way she gives really good advice and has so much valuable knowledge about how to grow a business. So just a week or so after publishing that episode, I jumped onto her course, Simplicity, which has the aim to help entrepreneurs to grow a business with confidence and actually make money from it. So what is the business I want to grow? Well, 
at the moment, I'm kind of wearing three hats. I'm partly working as an advisor with Corporate Good, a company helping businesses become more sustainable. And hat number two is about setting up a platform for collaboration within green local projects in my hometown. And hat number three is Stories for the Future. Stories for the Future is the thing that I'm doing completely on my own, and I would say it's my passion project. I launched the podcast after having thought about it for almost two years, and what I wanted it to be was something I had missed myself during my years of transitioning in my career and maybe also in my general life, lifestyle and way of thinking going from one industry to something completely different that I didn't know existed, going from being an employee to being more of my own boss, learning how to start from scratch and being a beginner, all these things that I felt really alone in and basically figured out by myself. I wanted my podcast to show examples of people transitioning, the people being brave and jumping outside of the expected path, So here I have to mention that there's actually another part to this epiphany. I don't know if you can actually call it an epiphany when it has two parts. The definition of an epiphany is something like a moment of sudden revelation. Uh, But we can say that this first part was the lead up to the great revelation. Because almost 18 months ago, to the day exactly, today actually, the day before I launched my podcast, I was interviewed by Regina Larco, my podcast mentor and the the woman who is responsible or I have to thank for the fact that I actually reached my launch date, I would say. So this time she was interviewing me, asking me about my journey as a podcaster, challenges and surprises and maybe most of all the reason behind it all. Because of different circumstances, this episode wasn't released until this week, this last week. And that made it so interesting to listen to now. And I was again reminded about why and who and what I really want people to get from this podcast. So going back to the course I'm in with Danielle Anderson, In the first session, we were setting our business goals for the year. I guess most people, whether you run a podcast or not, can see that there are a number of challenges in building a sustainable business model for a podcast. (laughs) Where do you actually make the money? And I'm looking into some ways of doing this, but it's not easy. And of course, it demands a certain number of listeners. And that is why I and many with me, get so caught up in the download numbers. It's pretty understandable, I would say. So one of the goals I put down was to quadruple or something my download numbers, because this is directly transferable to the possibility of making money from a sponsor, a partner, or someone who only looks at that number. So I thought. But as I was listening to this podcast this morning, I got so inspired by the two hosts talking about how this metric for success is quite dissatisfying 
and how they listed their new metrics for success, moving from number of downloads and listeners to actually seeing what a podcast can do in so many other ways. So for me, this podcast has been incredible as a door opener and a way to get to know people. I can't compare it to anything else when it comes to building a network and learning new things from new relationships. First and foremost, maybe, if this podcast can be for someone what I was missing back in the days. (laughs) That sounds a really long time ago. I mean in uh, 2016 or 17, somewhere around those years. Then I have actually managed to do what I set out to do. So with this, I'm saying that I am moving away from download numbers. (laughs) They are only a source for frustration. And when they move up, I only set my bar higher. And in that way, I will never actually be satisfied. The hosts from the podcast this morning had some really good metrics. And I actually think I will adopt some of them. For instance, removing some of the filler words like the ums and the ahs. And especially when I do an interview, I completely forget that. So it takes a lot of editing afterwards. Another metric, which is a bit easier to measure, is related to the software I'm using at the moment to record this. It's fantastic. It's almost scaringly fantastic, I think. It transcribes everything that I'm saying as I'm speaking. It's called Descript, and I love it. But it's also very revealing as it only works in English. And if I pronounce something with with too much of a Norwegian accent, it gives me a very strange transcription. So one of my metrics will be to get as close as possible to something that this software will think is English. And I also use my podcast as a way to train my voice. Before Christmas, I started having some voice training with a coach. Gry, you are fantastic and I have learned so much from you. And I'm trying to implement the things that I have learned from Gry when I'm doing the recordings. And this will again help me with public speaking and things like that. And last but not least, I try to improve my interview skills all the time. How can I get the best interviews and the most interesting conversation? This is a lot harder than I thought in the beginning. And I'm sure there's a lot to improve, but I, I don't have any training as a, as a, like a reporter or anything like that. So it's learning by doing. This is also a metric that is quite hard to measure, I guess, but I will still keep it on my list. So as you can see, there is so much more to a podcast than its download numbers. And I will try my very best to stop counting. And talking about the business and the business goals that I'm setting related to Stories for the Future, I have actually started to think of this as more than a podcast. The podcast is a channel out, but I think there's more to be discovered there. And again, I used the 2016 version of myself as an example, or maybe a ideal customer. I would have loved to get some help and guidance in sorting out my new path. 
not from a career coach, perhaps, but from someone who had been in the same shoes, so to speak, found the new networks and discovered all the open, all the other open doors. So this is also a work in progress, very much so, and more learning by doing. And the point of these shorter in-between episodes is to keep you in the loop. It will also keep myself accountable. Saying things out loud is for me a very good motivation for myself to keep working on the things that I'm sharing. So with that, I will end this week's peek behind the scenes. And again, a big thank you to Tiffany and Dave from Mastering the Podcaster Mindset for helping me to find new personal metrics for Stories for the Future. What a relief. Until next time, have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Stories for the Future is made and edited by me, Veslemøy Klavnesberge. You will find all links and information for this episode and everything else related to this podcast on storiesforthefuture.no. If you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you would like to show your support and make it easier for other people to find this podcast, I would be really grateful if you would leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn at Stories for the Future. Until next time, go out and make a dent in the world. There's work to be done and impact to be made. And we can actually have a lot of fun along the way. <laughs>